nice article in the Managing Madrid uh, blog. They're wonderful lads that do a great job there. And worth reading about that man there. Karim Benzema needs to rest and the numbers reveal why. Times ended up almost looking like a 6-3-1. Some very good writing about that on the Managing Madrid website. Frustrate podcast as well. Of course, Pere Valverde was a huge part of the equation. Hello and welcome back to Steer Corner. Uh, I have Ruben alongside me once again. Hello. Yeah, it's still the same. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> we were testing our, we were testing all the microphones that Ruben has to see which mm. one sounded better. So. Too many yes. and uh, too many expensive ones not working. So. <laughs> then they really shouldn't have been that expensive. They should have been cheap. Yeah, I know. If I you know, have the receipts, but... you could give them back. But I'm too lazy to do that. I think there are two kinds of people. The ones who love to send mm. things back and the ones who just never do it. I do that. So, in, I'm like that in restaurants. So I'll just eat whatever they put in front of me. Yeah. I'm but that's same. only because I'm not very fussy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe at least uh, let's hope the audio quality will be good enough with, with this one. Unless, if not, we will have to change again. Yeah. We're going to... We're kind of just winging it at this point. It's been a while. I think the three of us are rusty. Sam isn't here because he has a habit of just disappearing every now and then. Uh, <laughs> maybe if we can get a bit of a role going with these podcasts, we can get him on for a couple. Uh, but anyways, I mean, it has been it has been with Castilla. I mean, we've been we've been a bit lazy, maybe, but at the same time. When the games were moved to footers uh, away from Real Madrid TV, honestly, for many, many months, I couldn't, I actually couldn't watch the games because uh, I, I later realized that maybe it was a problem with something with, with my internet, but uh, I just couldn't watch the games. Oh, yeah, so, I've forgotten about that. Mm, so, so. Yeah, but even when I, like you could tune into them, the quality was so bad at times. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so, I mean, it's it's um, so when I d- couldn't watch the games at all, it felt like should I go on a podcast and talk to a lot of people about you know they know as much as I do, but uh, but now at least we've um, we've done some homework and uh, it's looking um, exciting uh, ahead of the new season. There's a lot of uh, things to talk about. For sure, um, there's kind of been a squad renewal that probably was that that we didn't have last year that I don't think worked in our favor like we would have hoped for um mm. I think last year was probably a we don't need to talk too much about it because it's kind of old news at this point but yeah yeah I don't think they got the results they wanted out of last year and then now opting to move players on and recycle Ren- mm. well it's um maybe let's start off by talking about um it seems like there's and let's discuss this, if there really has been a change, a little shift. Because to me, it seems like the club is maybe starting to prioritize Castilla a little bit more. Because um, usually what you see is that players who have stayed for a couple of seasons, uh, they will be sold on. And, you know, they are ready for new challenges. Okay, let's uh, make them, yeah, let's uh, give them a shot at a higher level. This season, not only 
are we keeping a lot of the best players? But Raul is also staying on. We have bought a C team. So a lot of things are happening. And uh, it seems to me like a lot of players who in another year would have left uh, now are staying. And maybe yeah. Real Madrid are really trying to secure a promotion for Cristiano. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the... There's been new loan rules brought into mm. effect for this year. So the amount of loans that we can have are limited. So and I that's think for that's, the first team, right? Yeah, so I think that's the idea for opting maybe to sell players on rather than loan them out and also by bringing in a C team so you'd, mm. we don't run out of space. I think that, mm. that they play under... I can't remember the name of the club. <laughs> I think it's uh, RSC Internacional. Yeah, there's, there's like half a dozen internationals at this level. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, yeah. yeah, so there's, um, this manager will be Luis Garcia, I think. Not the Luis Garcia of Liverpool, but uh, yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah, I know they got promoted last year to the division below Castilla. And they won, mm. they won their group. For that, okay, so, which, they are, so they are already at the level B locust here. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're, they're actually, I mean, in terms of like buying out a club that we've done like this, I'm surprised that it was someone as decent as we got. Mm -hmm. So, do you agree that maybe the club is now uh, giving more focus to promotion, or do you think it's just about the loan rules? I think it was that, yeah. inadvertent, but I also think that the uh the shift that we had a couple of years ago in management for youth football, domestic youth football is helping as well because it seems like those, um, the head of that operation and his kind of confidants are pretty good at just making, are very good at making some shrewd moves. They haven't been perfect, but they're certainly making good, using some of the power they've been given to make some shrewd moves. Mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, inadvertently, I think, having a C team means that we might have a, a case where some better quality players play for Castilla. Mm, mm. Well, at least we um, we don't see the usual... I mean, those who have followed Castilla for years, they know that every summer it's usually just every player, is go, every player grows out and, and uh, the whole squad is new for the next season. And that's not going to be the case now. But we do have some players who have left, who we can talk about. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think Gutierrez was probably the big move for this this week. Mm. He mm. went to Girona. We have 50% of his rights. Yes. I've seen, like, a lot of people, I think there's a lot of disappointment that he didn't get more chances with the first team. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Which I would probably agree, because he never really, like, the, I didn't, I was like yourself, in a sense, I didn't get to see much of last season, but what I did was, is that, Gutierrez was pretty lackluster in comparison to some of the games he played for the first team the season beforehand. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I guess it is. I remember Sam was talking about uh, Miguel almost being better for the first team than for Yeah, Garcia. definitely. Absolutely. I think for sure those couple of games that he played with under Zidane, he was much better. It was his best form at Real Madrid, period. Do you think that's because of the style of the leagues that it's more physical in the, the lower leagues and that I don't know would... maybe it was a it was maybe a mentality thing too as well um, because it, it he seemed I don't know he, he didn't seem to 
I think it's mentality thing as well. I think once you reach okay. that level and then go back down again, it can be very hard to pick yourself up. Okay, so you think he would be more motivated, more focused? For the first yeah, team? I think it was what, you know, it's, for those players, it's what where they want to be. So I, I imagine it was less so um, more focused than that for and more motivated for the first team, but not being able, you know, having the chance playing well and then just being sent back to where he started out and not getting another chance again might have been very demoralizing for him. Yeah, and I think it was very unlucky because he was, you know, different opinions maybe, but I, I do think he was our second best left back. The yeah, second best I left agree. back. But at the same time, and, and I do think a lot of people, maybe most people would say that he should have played ahead of Marcelo. If the club believes that Miguel is the second best left back, then naturally, whenever um, uh, Mendy was out, then uh, Miguel should fill in. Mm. I do, however, think it's a little bit special, obviously, with Marcelo. And I, I've been thinking a lot, a lot about this. Can you just um, leave out a club legend, the club captain, with Marcelo uh, to give this young kid... A chance instead I mean I'm not sure how that would affect the dressing room and uh, there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't know about so uh, I'm not sure if it would have been that smart to play Miguel ahead of Marcelo but what we do know is for Miguel's personal development that's probably not been, been good yeah enough. and he wasn't I mean on most occasions I think what after uh who do we lose to in the groups? Sheriff. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh. When we were shot by the sheriff. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he didn't even get called up to the squad. Uh, yeah. Which was, I think, even then, like, Mendy had his, was, I mean, had a pretty clean bill of help, but Marcelo had opportunities last season when Mendy was out. And in those circumstances, like, Marcelo, fitness-wise, was probably one of the, like, in terms of, like, decline physically Marcelo is one of the worst cases I've seen I've never yeah, seen yeah, a player yeah. just completely drop physically like he did yeah it's a shame it's a shame because uh, he still had his uh, technical abilities uh, yeah he was so young to, at least to a certain degree but but then I mean Marcelo yeah I don't know what happened there to be honest it's been a few years where it's been like that yeah but I mean I think that physical factor the fact that Marcelo I mean Marcelo was not really a person you could rely on mm. multiple matches or even I don't know even 90 minutes if you wanted to use mm. him as a replacement for Mendy you would also need someone to rotate with Marcelo and maybe that's mm, a place yeah. where Miguel could have fitted in yeah could be uh, I do think it's a bit uh, let's say it's noteworthy that uh, it's been a long while now since well we've had some players coming up here and there but very few of them end up staying so let's say Hakimi, Marcos Llorente, you know, these players, they do come up and maybe yeah. some of them get this chance, some of them don't, but... I don't know. I don't think it's true any fault of their own. No, of the, not the fault of the players, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what more Sergio Ribas has got to do to yeah, yeah, justify yeah, yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. Um, we also sold uh, Mario Gila to Lazio. Uh what do you think about this transfer fee? Because <laughs> he was also sold for, uh, you know, the 50%, yeah. will, uh, I think. But uh, 6 million euros seems a lot for 50%. That's a huge no? amount of money for him. Yeah. 
So if we well. basically then let's so will that mean that the clubs valued his you know his full value would have been 12 million and we sold him for six with 50 percent um, that seems high. I'm not sure. I think those like the player right stuff is more so as a way to get first dibs on the player when he if he eventually opts to leave. Mm. Um, but isn't that two different things that? Well, first and foremost, when we have 50% of the, the rights, we do get 50% of the next sale, right? So, oh, but wow. the question is, do we also have first option? And I do think we have that. I do think so, too. I think you need to, like, I think the next club that buys him would, would need to have his full rights, so. Mm. Mm. But, but, yeah, what do you think about this new, um, this new uh, <laughs> thing we're doing here? I mean, it's, I don't think it's much different to what we were doing before. Um, it is, I, it's certainly interesting. I didn't know there was a financial reward to it as well. That we would get money from a future deal, which is great. I think in terms of like, if you look, if you take like the last couple of years, I think Castilla players have generally gone for, uh, usually their second transfer is much bigger than their first. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. They're very dependable um, in terms of top five league performances. They're a dependable buy and mm, they're generally mm. very profitable when you sell them on. So, uh, yeah, I think that's cool. I, I, also I, think do think it's a great, I also do think it's a great incentive for the buying club to actually play them, actually give them a real yeah, chance. Yeah, but even like even if I think six million for here as well is just. Yeah, sure. I don't know about Lazio's finances, but it seems like a lot of money for the level he was playing at. So they must yeah. have for him. Yeah, it seems like a lot of money. But but we do agree that he's a very good player. Oh yeah, he was. Um, yeah. He didn't have his best year. He made a couple. Of, I remember early on in the year he had his. He had a couple of mistakes. Um, I don't think anyone had a great year last year, but um, generally speaking, the time he spent at Castilla was very good, very solid. Um, yes. Yes. I think he'll fit nicely in Italy, although I think Lazio is a very big move for him. Mm. Maybe too big, and that we've had a few of those where Andre sent them to this very big club, and uh, yeah, we hope for the best, but uh, we've had a lot mm. of failed ones, so yeah, I'm not sure what to expect here. I I also agree, it seems a bit big. Yeah, um, I suppose the good thing is, like I said, six million is a lot of money. They must see something in him that justifies that amount. They must yeah. have a plan. Yeah, and I do think he has the the qualities, but um, well, um, let's see. It's uh, it's going to be exciting to see how he does it. But uh, um, I also um, is there any more place we should uh, mention? Uh, there are a lot of players who have left, so yeah, it's not worth talking about every single player, maybe. But um, I don't know. Borja Mayoral comes to mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've uh, mm finally let him go even though he didn't he kind of didn't want to go one of the best uh, must be one of the best academy players in round really sure. i mean not, yeah. not uh, talking just about castilla but uh, i think he scored an insane amount of goals uh playing at the lower levels yeah he was one of the 20 plus players so instantly goes See, into, rem- he was yeah, instantly goes rem- into the book of records I remember, I think he had one season where he scored 50 goals or something for some academy uh, team. So, um, 
and and he he has been doing well and as they've talked about Kian and, and the others have talked about he has been unlucky but um yeah do you think Real Madrid should have kept him um I don't know I'm always in two minds about this on one hand he'd be great because I think he like in terms of going into the new season without a decent backup to Benzema because I just don't see Mariano as that backup anymore and going into the new season mm. with one I would have been happy to have a player like Mayoral on the bench backing us up yeah um he's a different player to Benzema I guess but I think he fulfilled that I mean in worse form he fulfilled that role okay at times we've seen enough to say that there might be potential there to do mm. and he had like was he at Roma last year or two years ago? Roma and yeah, and they went alone to Getafe and um, I mean, um, what I do think maybe the club is thinking maybe not exactly this, but I do think uh, in some way they are looking at let's say we keep this player, how many points, how many <laughs> will that make a, a difference during the mm. season? Um, and I'm not sure if keeping Myral is going to be something that makes a huge difference unless there's a big injury but um I um I understand that they want to take the 10 million with I think he only had one year left on his contract as well so yeah I mean it's it's hard money to say no to and they're linked with what is it Raul de Thomas now <laughs> yeah 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 oh, which that, would be an interesting cool. return yeah it would have been interesting. if it happens yeah um I mean, we also have uh, we also have an option. Uh, there ha- there was a lot of talk of Latassa becoming the the backup, but now he seems maybe to be on his way to Getafe as well. Maybe, but but what do you think about his situation? Um, I don't know. I I like I would have had to have seen more of last year to know for sure. I know the previous season when he played backup to Hugo Duro that he had like his March-April form got us into the playoffs. Mm. Um, we wouldn't have gotten as far as we did without him. Uh, as a bat, I don't know. I, I I think I've been guilty over the last couple of years of very, very much underrating Latasta's ability. Yeah, I remember I wrote him off when he played for the <laughs> under-19s and he just started scoring <laughs> yeah. goals. I had forgotten about that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. On one hand, I'm kind of like, it wouldn't really make a huge amount of sense. But on the other, I'm like, he's done this before where I've wrote him off and he just comes in and does a job. Would have been fun to go back to uh, an older episode to find him where, you, where you talked <laughs> about him. Like, yeah, if he, become, if he wins the Ballon d'Or, someone's going <laughs> well, to that out. Well, if wins the Ballon d'Or. Oh, yeah, if he, wins the, if he wins the Golden Shoe or something like that. You'll just see like a picture of my voice talking right them <laughs> off and him shaking hands with like Luis Suarez or something receiving his yeah. vote too. And also uh, we talked a little bit about um, because in an older episode we ranked all the Castilla players and you know, based based on how likely we would think they are to succeed in the future or something like that. And I remember putting Mario Gila way too low. <laughs> way too low. <laughs> I'm not even to. I hope nobody listens to that old episode, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think people should when they ask us what player do we think is going to succeed because, like, our track record so far has been pretty bad <laughs> in terms of predicting those players. <laughs> the only, I remember uh, Frank Garcia, I was getting that, that, yeah, 
well, that was good enough I think shout. The best I think we got was that Zidane would like Marvin Park, which he turned out yeah, to do. Oh, but that's as good yes. as we got. That uh, Martin Park is yeah, similar to Lucas yeah. Vasquez, and maybe he would uh, have a similar role. And uh, Marvin actually played a bit for Zidane, so hmm. I think that was our biggest our biggest win. Yeah, outside I mean, of that, it's been L's all around. <laughs> but it's, it's it's so difficult to predict, and and this is why I think when we made that list, we should do that again. It's it's fun to make those lists. But uh, I remember when we made that list, we were very um, we agreed that this should be a list about. Who do we think are most likely to succeed? We shouldn't base it on who we think are the best yeah. because I think so if, many things can happen. If business continues like it has, it will definitely be something we could do next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's something it we could enough. do. Yeah, we, we can do it uh, just for fun and, you know, it's uh, it's no problem. To, well, it's supposed to be fun to revisit like players yeah. that are still here and say if we still rate them as much as we do. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing... I, I think it's for certain is that um, we do have a lot of uh, exciting players right now at Castilla. And uh, I think, I'm not sure if where this ranks among the best squads of mm. the last 10, 15 years, but I do think this is a strong one. And I do think, I do hope that we could finally make the step and get promoted. Um, yeah, we're we'll going to talk- see some fun some fun guys that have been around for a couple of years, like Sir Salazar and Bruno Iglesias might make a might mm. make appearances now. Especially Hollis. if Matassa's gone. I mean that's yeah. uh, there's a spot there for Salazar to slot in. Mm. Miranda had a good year last year. We might see more of him as well. I, I wanna talk a little bit about the strikers position because uh, if Latassa stays, that's great. Um and we will be even stronger. But if he leaves we have signed uh, a guy from Deportivo, Noel Lopez. Yeah. Um, have you have you seen anything of him or some? No, but or... I, I sense that I don't really need to see much about him. I probably can give a good guess about what he's about if Raúl had anything to do with it. Yeah. What do you? What, <laughs> he's what probably like guess? he's probably big and tall and likes the <laughs> likes when the ball is booted to him in the air. I've actually I've actually seen some clips and actually he's not that kind. He's no uh, way. I, <laughs> because I watched him um, play one of the preseason games and he was actually put on the wing. So he's quite quick. He's quite agile, um, good on the ball. And uh, I saw some clips of him scoring some, uh, going on a how do you say it, a solo run and uh, you know doing some impressive impressive stuff. The only thing was that. I couldn't, I couldn't be sure how good the quality was of the defenders. It seemed like the level he was playing at wasn't that great. Mm, but um, he, he, seems, he seems all right. But uh, one thing I do find very interesting is that in these preseason games, um, Alvaro Rodriguez is getting a lot of uh, minutes. And he was the one starting up top. Um, uh, you've been watching a lot of Juinila before but Alvaro Rodriguez Al- was um a bit more to the profile that I was speaking about earlier. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Mm, so so have you seen anything of Alvaro? What do you think about him? I haven't seen enough to speak kind of um speak authoritatively on him. Uh, mm. he scores goals. <laughs> scores goals and he's as you said he he fits the profile. He's a very tall and surprisingly good with his feet surprisingly thick, quick but um 
I um, I think he's only 18, so he's, yeah. he's still he's still very young for a skilled player as well. I personally think that Salazar is capable of playing the role that Raul would probably get want out of his striker, even though it wouldn't be the most effective use of his skills. I think he's well capable of playing that. Yeah, I don't know what's happening to Salazar. It seems like he's um, he's not in the best form of his life. It doesn't seem like he's uh, progressing I as think, the club. Yeah, I hoping. think everyone suffered from holding on to what we had last year. I mean, if it pays off and you get, you know, you progress from our playoffs two years ago, uh, everyone was like, okay, that was a great idea, but it didn't work at all. Mm. And now we're kind of looking at our Castilla squad has stagnated a bit and the mm. under-19s weren't done any favours by having a lot of players that probably could have moved up a level two years ago stay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Salazar has been one of the big names of the academy. Program, yeah. So. I mean, if he's had a bad year this year, it's probably the first he's had in his entire career so far. <laughs> That's true. I mean, it would be very uh, tough to write him off after just uh, a few months where it hasn't go- gone as planned. But... Uh, I did see when they were talking about Real Madrid C, I did see his name on in that lineup. So I'm not sure if he's maybe considered to be just a little bit below Castilla's level still. Mm. I wonder who's going to be showing Real Madrid C games. I suppose there's a question, <laughs> there's a question mark about who's going to be showing. Um, it would be footers because they still have the rights. But in terms of like the who's Castilla showing, games? Yeah, and Castilla games are up in the air because the... Football Federation just cancelled all their TV deals. Mm. Yeah, can so we you don't... just say a little bit about that? What was well, there was... There? In February, there was an argument between... From what I can gather, the Spanish Football Federation has a contract with a a group called um, Fuchs Sport. Like, I remember the guy who used to play for Leicester, Christian Fuchs. It sounds like yeah, his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like his name. That's the best way I can pronounce it. But they had... Um, yeah a deal with these people with this broadcaster and this broadcaster had a deal with mm-hmm. footers for showing um the first division games the f- mm. um third division games prima oraf whatever yeah. anyways <laughs> in february fuchs sport started showing the games for free on their own website and there's been a massive legal battle over you know uh, Fuchs doesn't think that Fuchs should be allowed to do this. Fuchs says that they have a deal with the Spanish Football Federation. The Spanish Football Federation says they have a deal with Fuchs. Mm. So there was a whole, there was a big legal battle. Uh, Fuchs stopped showing like first division games for two or three weeks mid-season. Everyone mm. could watch the games for free, which was really good. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> and um, the last I heard of it, the Spanish Football Federation had just like wiped the board clean. They were saying that n- neither of these companies were going to be showing games next year and they were going mm. to find a new provider. Well, they need to get it right before the start of the season. But yeah. uh, I mean, it's, it's always a mess with these. It was so much better when Realm Ring TV could, could yeah, watch somehow. Probably, yeah, somehow. You mm. would never have expected it whenever, when all this paperwork was done to you three years ago that Real Madrid, Real Madrid TV would come out as the best provider. <laughs> yeah, because they were, I mean, at least uh, when you look at the quality of the streams of Realm yeah, TV, it was, it's not it always. Was, it was pretty poor. And then the commentators, yeah. like, you know, a player just like trips near the penalty area and you're like, oh, that's a sure penalty. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, buddy, it is, isn't it? 
also a great difference between the Spanish and the English commentators. For sure. But, um, Absolutely. But, but yeah, let's, it would have been nice to, to have it for free. I'm willing to pay a little bit uh, to have a good streaming platform or you know, just to have yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I paid for it last year and I got hurt. I got burned for yeah. doing it. Yeah, I know, I know. So, so I don't know. It's a waiting game. But if I'm to understand it correctly, outside her division, Footer still has the rights. So Real Madrid C is probably going to be on those channels. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to watch Real Madrid C, I just, oh, I love you because that's a great I kind of, to... <laughs> I mean, if I think if Israel Salazar is playing for Real Madrid C, I'm going to watch that. Well, it's a good point. It's a good point. But I mean, yeah. I know Sam has strong views on this round red seat thing, and I personally think it's it's good that uh, maybe long term we could have round red's first team in the first division, Castilla in the second division, round red seat in the division where Castilla play now. So it would mean that we could um, the under nineteen players who are yeah. just coming up and are just not good enough Castilla. They could still play at the level where Castilla are now. Yeah, I think it level. was um, it was quite a firm. This it was quite a very, it was a very um, like strong decision for a problem that could have been solved internally, like we're doing now, where we just sell the players with player rights instead of loaning them out. Mm. But I don't know. I I definitely agree. I think um, I think it'll pay. It, it can pay off if we manage it correctly. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I think the so. opportunity to get young players exposed to professional football, even if it's at a fourth tier level, is a good thing. But at the same time, even though I I believe it's the right the right decision, I do see where Sam is coming from, and this is why I wanted to bring it up that yeah, I'm not sure if watching Real Madrid C in the beginning will be all that exciting because of course it will be the Castilla leftovers. I did, for example, see who did I see on this list Jordi Martin remember yeah. him Jordi Martin yes I do he, he wasn't yes, he not I thought he went to Portugal so he's now seems like he's a part of the round red sea for example <laughs> interesting <laughs> so yeah yeah like, so uh, yeah I I would prefer that the worst players from Castilla didn't just got moved on instead of ending up in Real Madrid sea that'd be a waste of time Let's hope that the level will be a bit higher um, uh, in the coming years. But David de la Vibora, I, I think I've seen. Is that the guy with the he's, big hair? He's, um, yeah, he's a fullback. He's really good. I've heard a lot mm. good about him. He's also on this list, which I'm that looking at. That would be at. cool. Mm. So if it's a mix between the best Juvenila players and the worst Castilla players, I mean, it, it could be something to, to watch. I don't know. Let's see. Let's give it a shot at least. It's not... Yeah, I'm positive. Very good. Okay. Um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> mm, I mean, there is so much to to talk about, so it's no point to go through everything in in one podcast. But um, um, maybe as we were uh, talking about the veterans of Castilla, maybe let's just talk quickly about Antonio Blanco. Oh, um, <laughs> not so. Not have you heard Blanco. anything about him? Um, no, which is not good news, is it? He's 22, I think. Yeah, and there's it seems the things have just gone a bit flat. I mean, 
that has not worked out as we hoped. He he is, I mean, very promising player, but 22 years old. Oof. How 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 long has he been at Castilla? Do you know? Um, three years. Three Four years, years maybe. Oof. I say Since 2019, be, yeah. I hmm. say he must be closing in on a century for Castilla at this point. Century of appearances. Getting close to Fidalgo's 99. Yeah, that, that Fidalgo 99 that we had. Yeah, I don't I know. I mean, it's, it's gotta mention, I got to mention that uh, Randrid played uh, Club America in the preseason and Fidalgo dived like <laughs> <laughs> shamefully to get a penalty. Um, he he scored as well, didn't he? So, yeah. yeah. He scored <laughs> after they had to retake the penalty, though. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! It was saved first, and yeah. uh, I remember that that was funny. The commentators for that game and the 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 next game thought that Lunin was Canisares, was Lucas Canisares. <laughs> so they they just said for that game, and they also referred to Canisares for you know, the next game. Oh, remember his penalty save, but it was Lunin all along. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Blanco has now, played so, sixty four games for Castilla. 64? 64. Yeah. yeah. And he started 62 of them. I do think he, he's the one, he's the player who can go to another club and he can be a late bloomer. And uh, I mean, he, his passing, his, you know, technically he's, he's uh, very good. He is, uh, he, I remember he improved at, um, uh, at one time he was very clearly better physically as well. And uh, especially when, uh, didn't he win the UEFA Youth League, for example? Yeah, he was part mm. of that team. Yeah, mm. I remember thinking, oh, okay, he's progressing really well. And um, so, I mean, we've written off a lot of players too soon. Maybe we should just wait. The only, the only thing that worries me is that doesn't seem to be that many rumors around him. Yeah, so, well, I mean, he was one of those players that just flatlined this this year for me. Um, yeah, I just don't think it was the decision to keep him has not paid off whatsoever mm, yeah. um yeah i don't i I, w- I wouldn't say i'm writing him off though i think he's well capable of reviving his career but i don't think it's going to happen at castilla i think it's over yeah same here uh so i i like him a lot but yeah he's stopping at another another club one one other player who i would like to to mention before we wrap it up, is Alvaro Leiva, who we signed from uh, Algeciras CF or something. And he looks like a very promising player to me. He, I think he was already playing at um, Castilla's level or maybe even higher, and he's only 17. So he, he looks a little bit like a young Hazard, to be honest. <laughs> Not maybe at the same level, but... Uh, very Meta, quick, very... I've seen like there's a lot of Man United accounts posting about one of their players being the next Hazard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there are a few of them, but uh, yeah. it's easier for the listeners to yeah to visualize. Uh, if I just say you're you're right Hazard's as well. Name. He was he was playing at the same division as Castilla last year. That's a that's mm. a coup, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh, that's very impressive. Uh, such a young age. He I know he's 17 and he yeah. He he was 17 in December, so that's that's the player. He's uh, playing on the left. 
seems like he can play centrally centrally as well. Uh, very good dribbler. I especially was impressed by him in one of the preseason games against Lugo, I think. Castilla have been uh, pretty good in preseason, actually. They've faced some good opponents from higher divisions. And um, they actually beat Lugo, who is uh, uh, one division above them. Yeah, and, and they then, drew with Granada as well. Yeah, and they beat Deportivo on penalties. Uh, so looks good, I think. Looks yeah. good. And uh, there's definitely some big wins in that. Well, big names. I'm not sure what their form is like. I know Deportivo aren't doing well, but I'm not sure what Granada are up to recently. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. But uh, well, but it's uh, yeah, we had a, we've got uh, three friendlies remaining. The season actually doesn't start before. In twenty seventh, twenty eighth of August. So it's uh, it's um, we still have some time before that. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think it looks uh, promising. I think Castilla uh, will be worth watching this season. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to. They're to, always uh, worth watching. I think them. for sure. Yes, I agree. There has been some years where the players haven't been that exciting, but this year I I think it's mm. going to be a lot of It'd fun. Just be a case of if we're going to be allowed to. <laughs> Do you have to watch it at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, we don't have a clue where they're going to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just hope for the best. But uh, yeah, I think it looks good. Yeah. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I, yeah. In terms of form, anyways, we're looking good. We just need someone to air the games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not a big ask. No. That's all we're asking. If anyone's listening. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's yeah. got like a spare whatever it is probably like a million or something like that <laughs> got a spare milli just toss it out on the Castilla game so we can watch them please yes please we will be very thankful <laughs> alright so that's it then I think it is uh, I think that's enough we do have a lot of other stuff to talk about but yeah the first of many the same. All, yeah. all going well yes okay then we'll wrap it up there Thank you for listening. Thank you for being patient with us and getting our lives sorted to get back to this point. We're hoping to do this once a week. Fingers crossed. Yeah. We'll do our best. Some It might be days where we do it, like it'll just be one of us on here talking about Castilla. Um, yeah. We'll see what happens. But anyways, until next time, Hala Madrid. Hala Madrid.